Hey everyone, welcome back to Contractor Growth Network. Today, we're talking all about speed and business and how it's everything. I know we've been harping it, you know, patience on this, patience on that, but in all reality, it's a hurry up and wait game. So we'll talk about what you need to be hurrying up on and then what you need to be waiting on. Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to Contractor Growth Network. Today is all about speed is the name of the game. I'm here with Alex. Say what's up. What's up? What's up? That's Alex. <laughs> so today we're talking in, in business because, you know, coming to market is a big issue with a lot of, you know, a lot of companies that go, oh, what's your come to market plan and stuff like that. And that's like everything. So that's why I wanted to bring this up because I, I see a lot of people kind of on the fence about stuff and they're like, well, I know I should be doing this, but, and yeah, I really should be focusing on this, but, and just the downside of the but is like, it, it kills companies or it keeps you in, in the same pattern of business over and over and over. So to lead off with, let me, let me give a bit of a, a background into speed in a business. So Netflix, when it first came out, Netflix started off with just doing the subscription services, right? So you could, I think we had this like like two DVDs a month or uh, at, at one time is what it was. And you could just rent those out. And Blockbuster's going, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. That's that's not going to work. Like, there's no way. And then they're watching Netflix do this. And I didn't realize until Alex told me like Netflix offered to sell to Blockbuster. Yeah, it was early, early 2000s, I'd say. They offered to sell for like, I think it was almost 50 million. I could be wrong with that. But it was pretty pretty large and a steal for Blockbuster at the time, yeah. knowing that what we know now. But yeah, but that was when Netflix wasn't the streaming service it is today, but they still offered to take that. Yeah, so the Netflix is doing this, you know, where they're, they're renting this thing, you know, setting out DVDs and Blockbuster, they have all this market share, they're, they're killing it. They could totally just dominate Netflix and go, you know what, great, we're gonna do the exact same thing. And everybody's gonna go, all right, well, Netflix, you're gone, that's it. But uh, Blockbuster dipped their toe in and said, eh, we're gonna try it. Mm -hmm. eh, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Like, I don't really think it's gonna work, but we'll just do it just, just to try our best. And by the time that Blockbuster goes, wow, okay, this works, let's really go all in, Netflix now has streaming services. Mm -hmm. And because Blockbuster didn't capitalize and Netflix has streaming, they're done. Mm -hmm. They're gone. I mean, this is what's happening right, right now with Sears. It's like, see, like it, it's part speed, but also part like the inability to keep up with trends failure to adapt exactly 100 mm -hmm. failure to adapt so you know sears is going through that they just went out of business radio shack mm -hmm. is another one yeah i mean all these companies that have been around for years and years and years because they're either failing to adapt or by the time that they go all right fine you know investors we're going to go all in on this one thing it's too late yeah i just i just saw GameStop's closing 200 stores no way this year yeah because of i know for you can now just buy the game on straight on your console. So they've failure to adapt to getting to that, oh, we don't have to come and actually buy the game. You don't have to actually buy this stuff. You can just do it on your console. Imagine if GameStop had like a an app that you could do on Xbox. I mean, mm -hmm. granted, you know, Microsoft could come out and be like, all right, we're going to squash you out. Yeah. But, you know, to go, well, I don't think that's going to work. Now GameStop's going. Yeah. If you work a deal out with Microsoft, I guarantee you they'd probably do it. Yeah. No, they don't need that. So yeah, yeah they, fail, they failed to go with that. Netflix and Hulu, they're on Xbox too. There's no excuse. Really TV, there's no excuse to watch TV anymore because every Netflix mm -hmm. is so out there. But And they just, they grew so quickly. Yeah. And we're not sitting here saying, oh, you have to scale. And because I read a really good article the other day and, and the guy, what he talks about is they said, you know, there's a, a boy on the, the corner outside of his house and he's selling ice cream, or uh, selling lemonade, right? And it cost him 50 cents to make the lemonade. He sells it for $1.50. So for every cup that he makes, he makes a dollar. Mm -hmm. 
right? So then this savvy entrepreneur investor comes in and says, hey, I know what you need to do. You need to open up more stores, mo open up more lemonade stands. So what you need to do is you need to start to take on investor capital and open up more and more and more. And mm -hmm. the boy's like, well, I don't really want to do that. And the, and the investor goes, no, trust me, you want this. You want to grow the store super fast. So now they've got, you know, more stores opening up with investor capital, but to you know, actually keep up with all the new stores, they got to hire a really expensive advertising team and, you know, make it all happen. So now they have all this extra overhead. And now when you break it all down for every cup of lemonade that he sells, it actually costs him $4. Mm -hmm. So he sells it for $1.50, but it actually costs him $4. So he used to be making a dollar on each. Now he's losing two fifty. Mm -hmm. And he goes back to the investor and the investor's like, you know, no, you need to keep pushing more and more and more. And now you got to take this thing public to actually generate more interest. So now they're selling off of all their shares and they're saying, oh, little boy, you need to, you know, now that you're the CEO of this public company, you need to drive a Ferrari and have a private jet and make a $10 million a year salary and all this stuff. And all that keeps doing is adding to the overhead. And yes, you know, you're still, you're selling a lot of lemonade, but for every $1.50 lemonade that you sell, now with everything involved, now you're selling, you know, it costs you $8. Mm -hmm. And the whole premise of the story was, you know, you have all these big time companies like a WeWork or an Uber or this or that, that just sell a lot, but they lose so much money that is that really a business so yeah so they're losing they're losing money essentially because they're spending so much just to get that one just sale. to get that one sale yeah because it's so much involved that goes back to like it's cheaper to retain a customer than it is to sign up a new mm -hmm. one the whole principle exactly so what i'm not telling you guys to do is oh go out and scale and take on investment and strike iron while it's hot by doing this all we're saying is it's half being adaptive and half you know, really just jumping on it and going all in. Mm -hmm. So the way that I started Full Sail was um, to about two years ago, I was working full time uh, doing inside sales at Indeed. And I was doing on nights and weekends, you know, doing the marketing for my dad. And then I had a couple of his friends. Um, I, I kind of, I made an announcement to like a group of his friends um, at this marketing event that uh, Tom Reaver put on. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to start this, you know, I'm starting this marketing company to actually do exactly what I've done for my dad's contracting business, but for other contractors as well. And it went so poorly that literally within an hour after I talked, you know, gave that talk in front of, you know, 50 people, mm -hmm. people were like, oh, so like, what are you, uh, what are you up to now? Like, what do you, what do you think is going to be, you know, happening in your life in the next couple of years? And I'm like, were you not just there? Just announced it. Like I literally <laughs> just told you, what? Oh, really? I didn't know that. You really? Were serious? <laughs> uh, well, they, they didn't even know it. Like I, I guess I was so nervous. Yeah. That I literally just like grazed over it or something, or maybe people. I don't know. Either way, it didn't you know? It was terrible. <laughs> didn't make the impression you wanted at all. But then I had people afterwards. Like I cut. You know, word started to kind of spread, and I got hired by a couple people. And part of me is like, you know, well, Logan just worked this, you know, because inside sales, it was like my first year, but I was still. I mean. Indeed pays pretty well. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was probably a hundred grand the first year. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is like a lot of that's money. Really, yeah. Granted, you're in San Francisco, so that's the same as like $8 here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like they pay well. So it's like, yeah. okay, cool. Could I just do that, you know, full time and then do this nights and weekends? And I was like, screw it. If I'm going to invest in somebody, I'm going to invest in me. Let me go all in. Mm -hmm. And I remember my dad was like, Logan, how much do you have in savings? And I was like, I don't know, like 30 grand. And he's like, how long would that last you for? If you had to just live on savings, how long does that last for? And I was like, eight months mm -hmm. and he goes great is it worth it to try for eight months and if you run out of money you know you're back to square one but at least you tried i'm like yep done so went in quit indeed went all in on myself 
And because it was just like, you know, instead of just going, well, I'm going to keep pushing this off and, oh, I'm going to, you know, keep working at Indeed because that's good money. And then kind of just do this nights and weekends on the side. You know, if I would have done that, you know, I it wouldn't we wouldn't be nearly making the impact that we are today. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like it, you, when you go all in on something, you're good to go. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got to my point of where we are. And now we're growing. I mean, you know, I think we're year over year, like granted we're in the first couple of years. So it's like, yeah. you know, we're not going to grow this fast every single year, but you know, we'll probably be like 70% ahead of where we were last year Yeah, would be cool. my guess. Did you foresee this coming? Like, did you no. see the growth this fast? No, not at all. Well, I mean, we- it's, it's cool, but like it, like if you told me, cause I, I did like a uh, business plan last year and, um, to the business plan in probably October. Mm-hmm. So at that point I had been in business for like one year. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, it's maybe a little bit earlier than October. Uh, yeah, I was probably about a year in business and I'm like mapping out for a business plan just to see what I could do. Well, let me just do three years of, of revenue. And I'm like, I have no idea what three years <laughs> revenue is. Cause like this month was great. Last month sucked the year before the month before that was awesome. So yeah. it's like up and down. So there's no stability at all. Every month is different. And it really is just like, seasonal yeah. you know i'm like learning that august even for in our industry with marketing because it slows down for homeowners because homeowners are on vacation slows down for contractors when contractors don't have cash flow in what's the last thing they want to do is spend money on marketing like things like that you know so because they don't have the money so mm-hmm. i kind of learned that you know the hard not the hard way but just like understanding that yeah um so that helps a lot but no i didn't i mean i didn't foresee this at all so when i did that business plan I'm like, well, I think by 2019, like maybe we could do like 300 grand in the year. Mm-hmm. And this year, I mean, we'll we'll most likely do 600. So we'll most yeah. likely double what I thought we were gonna do just a year ago. Yeah. But because it's been, you know, go all in, and then, okay, we just did another round of hiring, right? Do we hire one person to, uh, you know, backfill, or screw it, let's just hire two people so that way I can free up my time a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So now I'm actually, I don't know if you noticed this, I'm like now like trying to find ways to like fill my time, yeah. which is thank God we're starting this uh, course and program to teach contractors how to grow and stuff. Thank um, God I have that to fill my time. But otherwise it's like making sure the two new girls step on. Mm-hmm. And then now it's just like full on business development. Yeah. And once you get business development and, and imagine that's my only role is half biz dev, half just make sure everybody's, you know, doing the right stuff and things like that. You just, you just, you fly. Yeah. Part of the growth is that you're going to, you know, as the owner, you're growing into a different, I don't want to say position, but you're growing into a different stage in the company where you don't always have, you don't have to be as hands-on as you were. We're still a small company. So you obviously are very hands-on, Right. but you can, you hiring more people adds that the less responsibilities you have to do and more you can do to focus on bringing it to the next step, which this course will hopefully do. Yeah. hundred percent. So with, um, like the, the premise of like the rich are getting richer, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's because they have enough money to play. Like that's what yeah. I kind of realized that it's the compound effect. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I've ever, I, I think I've put up like the Dave Ramsey graph for you before, right? Where I show you like about retirement and stuff like that. Yeah. You ever seen that? Yeah, you have. Yeah. If you guys have never seen that, go on uh, DaveRamsey.com and it's called like, he has like a retirement calculator. But what you can do is you can put in there and go, okay, if I put this amount of money, you know, if I have this much in savings and I put this amount of money each month into retirement as well at, this growth rate in the economy or in the S&P 500, by the time I'm 65, how much money will I have? And you realize that if you put more money in up front, it's like if you put, uh, say like a thousand bucks a year, or it's like, I don't know, let's just say a hundred bucks a month mm-hmm. between the age of like 25 and 35. So for only 10 years, and then 
put no more in there. So at the 35 year mark, you, you take it out, you know, you, you stop putting money in and then versus the people that put in from the age of 35 to 65. So you're actually putting in three times as much money because the people who got in earlier had their money compounding for them. Yeah. They make like so much more money. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole idea is that it's all compounding. So if you can get in and strike iron while it's hot, like right now the economy is good. Yeah. Like this is when like, like we're, I'm doing everything I can. Like, okay, great. Let's dump money back into advertising to try to grow our base, try to grow everything and stuff like that. So that way, if something does happen, we've got a whole email list of people that in the very least we can go, great, we're going to run a promo, mm-hmm. right? We know the economy is not great for you. So we're going to make it more affordable for you to, you know, market because people still want their bathrooms done. People yeah. still want their landscapes done. It's just, you know, maybe not as much, but if right now, if we can capture enough people while everything is, is booming, you know, then when something does slow down a little bit, if it does, you know, it, it, that's the way for them to kind of like, all right, if I get my kitchen redone, if I get my bathroom redone, that's like a little positive they can take towards the next. Yeah, exactly. So, and and for us, like, you know, while, you know, instead of we go, Oh shoot, everything's slowing down. Let's try to market really hard right now. You know, it's tough to like sell somebody when it's a short relationship. But if we've had this long relationship by putting everything in right now and going, great, let's strike iron while it's hot. Let's keep it going. That's really what, our goal is and that's kind of why we're, we're doing that so yeah. the speed at which we do stuff is is everything mm-hmm. you don't want to kill momentum either like even if exactly. it's faster than you expected you don't want to just you know if you're driving down the field in 80 yards what are you going to kick the field goal on second down no yeah. you're going to keep going for the touchdown even though if you need a field goal but like same thing you, you don't want to kill the momentum and you know it, to grow faster you know it might not be what you expected but there's nothing wrong with growing going faster it's actually yeah. better you know yeah, it, it's, you guys, I mean, I hate to say, oh, you got to find the balance because that's literally everything in life is going to find yeah. balance. But it's really like, you know, in the, when I was um, going into the military, it, everything is hurry up and wait. You know, hey, we need this paper, this paper, this paper. And then, you know, we need it right now. And I send it in and they go, all right, great. We'll let you know in a month. And I'm like, okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost one of those where like with, let's say like Facebook ads, like, okay, so let me give you an example of Facebook ads. You used to be able to, with Facebook ads, you used to be able to target by um, occupation. Mm -hmm. So you could say, if you go, you know what, I know like 80% of my clients are like in the finance industry. You could literally run ads. You can still do this on LinkedIn, but on Facebook, you can literally run ads to, uh, you know, let's say like uh, managing directors, Mm -hmm. people that are making high six figures, low seven figures every single year. And if you're up in New York City, man, you're going to kill it. Mm You can't do that anymore. Mm. But imagine the people that if you said, oh, wow, we like, let's capitalize on this. Let's just send this out to all the MDs. And maybe they don't buy right then and there, but you get them, you know, into your, your pipeline and you get on their email, you know, get them on your email list and stuff like that. Well, now that that feature has gone away, we already have a couple thousand people on your email list that are all highly qualified people. And now you just do your email marketing and now you can't do that. So if you now go, oh, I just wanna, I just wanna, you know, focus on the high worth individuals, that feature's gone. Yeah. So it's one of those that the people that strike iron while it was hot and you had the ability to do that, they did it and now they're reaping the rewards of it. But those that said, uh, eh, maybe I'll spend, you know, five bucks a day on on this Facebook ad mm-hmm. just just to see, because I don't I don't want to lose a hundred bucks, because people are way more inclined to like you know, I'd much rather not lose 20 bucks than earn 20 bucks. And when it comes to like advertising and stuff, you, you know, everybody's, I mean, shit, we get burned, you know, like, time. yeah, <laughs> you, you spend a bunch of money on something, you go, 
Well, server lining is, we know that doesn't work. Yeah. It's one of those. And it's one of those things if you spend more money on, say, Facebook ads, you won't really, if you don't, if you spend, say, five bucks, it's more of like you're not going to really know if it really worked because you didn't really put that much in. When if you say you spend, you know, 20, it's going to, you'll know if it worked or not. Yeah. It, it's tough because it's, it's, you can't, you got to jump in. Yeah. You can't just dip your toe in the pool because the way that, that all the Facebook and Google stuff works is it's all this algorithm and you need to give it a ton of data because mm-hmm. it literally needs to like, show your ad to everybody out there and then go, okay, we know this segment of people, this is perfect because they're the ones that are actually engaging with it. There's the ones that are, you know, filling out the the forms or calling you, stuff like that. But if you don't show them all the data, they're just going, well, you only showed us like 5% of the population. Mm-hmm. We don't really know because, you know, it's, it's like with statistics, you need more data. And yeah. the more data you can give it, the more refined it's going to be. So you really got to, you know, kind of put forth your trust and go, all right, let me let Facebook do its thing. Yeah. Which is scary mm-hmm. because what if you lose a couple thousand bucks on Facebook ads and you go, man, this didn't work. Yeah. If you didn't set it up right, it's, it's uh, some stress you don't really think about, but exactly. You have to, but imagine those people that did put this thing out there and say, you know, Hey, I want to focus more on the MDs, you know, the, the people that are making a million bucks a year, mm-hmm. because imagine how much easier it is to sell a kitchen remodel for, you know, up in New York City, a hundred grand to somebody that's making seven figures a year versus now you're just trying to do it to the, the masses, hoping that, you know, Facebook's algorithm is good enough that it'll just figure out who it is for you. But, you know, you, you missed out. Yeah. I saw a story on the internet that had this lady spent 1.6 million because some psychic lady said that her family was cursed. She spent 1.6 million to remove the curse. Really? So if you want to, you want to market those upper echelon people, they, just think they'll spend money on worse things. So to get your bathroom and kitchen remodeled. That lady but, went to jail, right? Yeah, uh, she yeah, did. I yeah, I think it for a scam. Yeah, it was. It, I don't know if she was a real psychic or whatever, but she's found a way to tell these people, yeah, give me 1.6 million and I lift the curse off your family. She she could do like a Jordan Belfort thing where she just comes out and teaches sales. Yeah, exactly. And I, like my personal opinion, I was like, why is she in jail? If that family's willing to pay one point six million, that lady's a genius. Yeah, I mean, that. she just she just sold him something. And goes, ah, didn't work. Especially if she's a real psychic. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she was real or not, but well, I mean, I don't I don't personally believe. I don't in, believe in that, that either. So, so I guess not. So yeah. I guess we're both in agreement. Yeah. she's not real psychic. I mean, yeah, but she's still a genius. If yeah, she yeah. one point six million anybody, but. but but that just shows you like people will spend the money. And imagine if you could just have like if you know your ideal client like for that lady, if she could say, okay, great, I know this person that I just you know sold a one point six million dollar reading to or whatever, you know, hey Facebook, find me a hundred more of these people with the exact same job title and exact same this, exact same that. Right now she can't do that, but ten years, you know, five years ago. Even a few years ago, I think whenever they had it, it was probably only uh, before all the Cambridge Analytica stuff, mm-hmm. they had all that. Yeah. So the whole premise of what we're talking about is, guys, this stuff, like stuff changes so much. And right now it's still the wild west with social media and, and you know, all the YouTube and email marketing stuff. So like if you're sitting back and just going, oh, you know, next year is going to be the year that I do it. Or let me just put a couple bucks. Let me just boost a post for 10 bucks. And if it works and I get a bunch of leads off of it, then I'll do it again. But if not, I'm out you're missing the boat Mm -hmm. and the people that are going, okay, great. Let me put the money in. Let me figure out both what works and what doesn't work. They're the ones that are building up their brand, building up their relationships, things like that. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that are going to come out on top. So if anything does happen, they're the ones that have already built the trust. Yeah. I think if you're a contractor with, you know, you're kind of in that middle range where you're not really up and coming anymore, but you're not really, you know, you still got a ways to go to retirement. I, I think there's some kind of, you know, 
stalling when it comes to this like you know social media and the technology part because you're not really sure about it but you know you need it mm-hmm. and i think just going all in for it can rejuvenate you as a business owner because at this point you've been in it for what almost 15 years if you're in this middle range so you're probably what 40 45 i'm thinking 45 yeah, yeah around 50 and you know so you've been in it enough that you're like all right i've been in this business a lot i don't really want to be in the field anymore you know you kind of need something else to get your competitive juices flowing as an owner this is a perfect opportunity to do it Plus, like, imagine if, you, if you're if you doing this with social media and you're building up this pipeline of people and relationships and stuff like that. What's a more sellable business? One where you're the one that's like, oh, yeah, I get all my work word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, who do they refer? Do they refer Logan's remodeling business or do they refer Logan? Oh, well, they just refer me. Great. Now, what happens when you're out of the business? Mm-hmm. How do you sell that? Customers die off, too. The customers die You know, exactly. If, if everybody's your age versus, oh, yeah, because of what we're doing in social media, we're just constantly getting more people in our pipeline that we know, okay, it's about a six-month ordeal of them staying in our email list, and then all we got to do is hit them with one small promo, and we capture, you know, 10 leads like that. That's scalable. I mean, you can actually do stuff with that. And when it comes to selling something, I mean, that goes into it. Like, mm-hmm. recurring revenue goes into selling a business leads that goes into selling a business you know especially like internet leads of just like hey yeah uh this is what we do each month mm-hmm. online it generates this many leads we have on average this uh this is our percentage of closing you know our close percent so it's just a math equation versus like oh yeah like i have to build a relationship and this and that yeah. so with all the social media stuff and the internet stuff like really it it's i mean i look at you know my dad he's in his 60s but no hesitation to comment on anybody's picture on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, and he likes to talk, talk on the phone, but when it's like, oh, I don't want to call him back right now, mm-hmm. but you'll comment on his Facebook page as soon as possible. That's how easy it could be. Mm-hmm. You don't really even have to like, there's, you can be that keyboard warrior and just yeah. type behind the keyboard if you really want to. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So guys go all in on this stuff. So when it comes to social media and advertising and this and that, there's no better time than now, right? The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Second best time is now. It's it's, And all the stuff, because it, it is the Wild West, I think Gary Vee talked about it. He was like, right now with the internet, like the real estate of the internet, it's in essence, it's like buying, I think he said like, it's like buying Malibu right now in 1910, where you could say, oh yeah, like that's a nice place. Nobody really knows about it. Let me pay pennies on the dollar. Yeah. That's all That's all, all this online stuff is. Where if you're just sitting back and you're waiting for somebody to, you know, to go, oh, okay, my competitor in my area, now he's starting to do Facebook ads, let me do it too. Well, that dude's been probably doing it for you know, months and months and months. You just haven't noticed it. And now they're figuring it out. So they're going to be you know, off to the races with it. And you're going to have to go through that six-month ramping period of understanding what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. And then by the time that you figured out, okay, now I finally got it, they've already taken up half the, you know, half the city knows exactly who they are. So yeah. It's too late at that point. Yeah. So when it comes to ads and stuff like that, you know, that's kind of the why. We'll, we'll kind of jump into the how, which is one is going to be video. Mm-hmm. I mean, video is every, if, if you're still afraid to get on video, that's fine. Like everybody does content their own way. We do it every, you know, we have blogs, we have video, we do podcasts. Like we try to do it in every single way that we can. Mm-hmm. Pick what you're good at. Yeah. At the very least, a before and after picture. Yeah. Pick. Yeah. I mean, it's like that. It's so simple. Yeah. Oh, I just haven't had the time. I'm like, dude, you do six kitchens a year. Yeah. Like, how, you know, have you not had the time to do 12 pictures? And you're on your phone like yeah. 40 times a day. You know you are. Just, so. just do it. Yeah. And video, I mean, really is like, I'm going to say, like, oh, yeah, you can skate by without video. 
in the next couple of years, I mean, everybody's going to need to have like an in-house video person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough to do it because you gotta get comfortable in video. But if you're not comfortable, find somebody who is. Find yeah. well, you know one of your employees. Like my dad doesn't really do video anymore, but you know they have TJ does it. Mm-hmm. TJ's a twenty. He's twenty four. He's cool on video. People like him because yeah. he's he's fun. He takes some practice, but now he's good. Yeah. So you got to get on video. And when it comes to you know growing your business online, if you're still stuck in the referral era of oh I just do off referrals and that's like your rite of passage, you know yes that's always going to be a good route. But I mean you're SOL when it comes to the younger generations of you know like millennials. I think now a millennial could be 39. Yeah. Like, I think it's like I think 1980 is the first year of being a millennial. Wow. So you could be 39 and think I mean 39 year olds are starting to get money. So in the next yeah. couple of years. They're going to be your clientele. Yeah. And guess where millennials are going to, you know, find a, a kitchen remodeler? Internet. Internet. Yeah. Social media. Social media. I always see uh, my older sisters. They're up and they're getting close to their thirties. They uh, they always do that Facebook recommendation, mm-hmm. like they're like, oh, where should I go in Providence, Rhode Island, for to go to eat? And that's yeah. that's going to be the same thing for contractors. And yeah. it, it probably already, it is, already is. But I mean, it's going to be ten times more than that in a few years. It, it's like that. People post that stuff. It's like that with Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. But then imagine having a backing. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, who should I do for this? Well, you've got two people. You've got either Logan's remodeling or Alex's remodeling. Logan's remodeling has terrible website they don't have any social media presence while alex has like their entire company all over the internet Mm -hmm. who are you going to feel more trusting with and so logan's remodeling unless they come in with a really low price they're going with alex's thing yeah so you got to get on it stop you know oh well let me just do this you can start slow start doing some video then you can start doing some video with some facebook advertising this and that but if you're really just dipping your toe in and all this stuff and just going well let me take a picture here or a picture there and just post it online you might as well just save your time and not even take a picture. Yeah, no, it's pointless. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get being scared to jump in for it, but at some point you got to figure it out. So why not now? You're gonna have to figure it out. Social media is not going away anytime soon. No. I read a, uh, an article yesterday that was like, if you're not spending at least three grand a month on Facebook ads, like, good luck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is, you know, for some people, like three grand a month is a lot. Plus, yeah. if you don't know what you're doing, you might waste three grand. Or if you hire somebody else, it's going to cost more. So I mean, it. It's scary. It's expensive. And the craziest part is it's only getting more and more expensive. And, uh, you know, I know personally, I learn a lot more from my mistakes than uh-huh. I do from just being scared and not doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's okay to make one mistake, you know. Hopefully you got to minimize the mistakes, but you got you to gotta make sure that you capitalize off of that and the outcome on the other end is better than what it was before. I would say in the very least, you know, three grand is the minimum, but at least do 500 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. At least that just to like start to put some stuff out there, let Facebook start to do its thing. You know, that's like what twelve bucks a day. Like, if you can't find twelve bucks a day on advertising, like, you know, yeah, yeah, what are you doing? In business? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you you spend twelve bucks a day on just like lunch. Yeah, like don't go out to lunch. Stay home, pack your lunch, and then put that towards, you know, letting somebody out there find your company and grow it that way. Yeah. Got, I mean, you're just investing in your company versus yeah. investing in, you know, Subway. Yeah, which you know, Subway doesn't need any more money. No, they're good. No, they're good. So, all right, guys, that's. Pretty much it. It just speeds everything. Don't miss the boat on this stuff. Get in. Don't become a blockbuster. Don't become a Sears or a Radio Shack where they're just dipping their toe in because eventually stuff will slow down and only those businesses that have built up their online brands are going to be the last one standing. So make sure you jump in. Go all in. Last thing, uh, we got some – if you're watching this thing on uh, on YouTube, and get, we got some you know decorations around us. If you want us to put – you know, you got a hat or – 
like a sticker, actually not sticker, that looked tacky. If you got a hat, we'll go ahead and put, or, or like a, a cool mug with your logo on it. You want us to put that bad boy up here so you'll be featured in uh, in our podcast. Mm-hmm. Send it on over. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll put our address in the show notes. Can we do that? Yeah, 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 of course. All right, we'll put that the address in the show notes. We'll we'll put it up there, and you'll uh you'll, you'll be able to look for your your stuff the next time. So yeah, yeah. if you got any ideas for what we should put up here, let us know too. Yeah, we're we're gonna it's gonna be kind of an ongoing thing. So we got a cool sign coming in, and then you know we've got a now a old school Antonio Brown jersey. Yeah, that's going up in the back. It'll too. be up on the wall. Don't worry. Yeah, it's a Raiders one, but yeah. you know he scored a touchdown there this past go. week. So. Yeah. Oh, there it is there right you there. Go. Yeah, I yeah, got front and center. So cool. We'll see. All right, guys, and if you're on uh, YouTube, do us a favor, hit the like button right now, please, because it really does help out the algorithm. And I would say the call to action for the podcast is either subscribe or send us something. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would I mean, be. We're trying to like beef this thing out, add another <laughs> shelf in there. So, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, guys, make sure you go on, speeds everything. All right, Amazon would not be in the business that they're in if all they ever did was offer seven day shipping. Cool? Cool. All right, thanks, guys.